Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Lit to Lens podcast. I'm with my co-host and notorious Chelsea hater, Eric. What's up, Eric? What's up, Will? I saw that uh, Chelsea won the Premier League. They I think, won, right? Yeah, they won. Yeah, yeah I, it's I, official. I hate, I hate Chelsea. Why do you hate Chelsea? I hate all things named Chelsea. Oh, is that right? Chelsea, the football club, Chelsea Handler. Chelsea, you, you don't like Chelsea Handler? Chelsea Peretti, right? That's, the that's a She's a comedian, Yeah, I think. well, I like her, actually. Oh, you like <laughs> I don't call her Chelsea. What about Chelsea Clinton? Uh, no comment. <laughs> Investigation is ongoing. No comment. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if you guys heard, but Chelsea FC did win the title this past uh, this past Friday over Eric's beloved club, Man City. Yeah, no one watches Premier League soccer, so well, I think we can skip over this. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, so this week we're going to be doing something a little different. We're launching a weekly podcast called Sunday Fun Day. And Will's cracking a Coors Light as we speak. Um, basically, what we want to do is go over some of the news and notes and uh, box office totals um, for novels and their adaptations uh, in a kind of like quicker format than we would do otherwise. Uh, so this is the first episode of that. And then we're trying to do this weekly with our like traditional podcast thrown in there for, for good measure. Yeah. So on today's episode, Will, we're going to be talking a little Tom Hanks. Oh. We're going to be okay. talking a little bit about... An abortion adaptation. Should be fun. And then uh, some uh, box office totals. Like a little, little Chris Pratt love up in here. This is going to be a controversial episode. I'd, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> so, to go off of what you just said, Tom Hanks is set to produce and star in an adaptation of the novel called News of the World by Paulette Giles. This novel is set in 1870. Uh, the 2016 novel follows Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd, an elder widower who has fought in two wars and his travels through Texas, providing people with news of the world, despite the fact that newspapers are becoming more and more accessible. On his, jur- on his journey, excuse me, he has offered money to deliver a 10-year-old girl, Joanna, to her family in San Antonio after being raised by the Kiowa tribe. However, Joanna doesn't know her aunt and uncle and tries to escape at every chance she gets. Over time, she and Kit develop a bond, forcing them to each, forcing them each to comfort difficult choices about their futures. Wow. Sounds like a Tom Hanks film. Yeah, you know, his, like, recent boring box office, like, everything he does Sally. now is historically boring. Yeah. Like, oh, well, he, wasn't, he wasn't in Lincoln, but, like, no. the Lincoln-type movies. Yeah. Like, uh, Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies, yeah. Or Sully. Well, I mean, I don't know if Sully was boring. I just don't like watching movies about plane crashes. Yeah. Because, I mean... Hashtag I flight. I don't know why. Hashtag watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Every movie they make about planes is about plane cra- like planes crashing. Yeah. Why can't we just... I don't want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> why can't we just have a film about it landing? Safe yes, A safe plane landing. <laughs> it's called Takeoff and Landing. You know what? You want to know why? Because it's not dramatic. It needs to be dramatic. It could be dramatic if you have, like, flight anxiety. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah. That'd be great. Someone film. forgets to take their medication. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Re- write that down. <laughs> um, so it's written by... The, the film was written by Luke Davies of... Lion fame, mm-hmm. um, Oscar nominated writer Luke Davies. Oscar nominated, yeah. So gotta give him a shout out. Good for Luke Davies. Yeah. I, I'm kind of like, you went on this or no? I don't know. It's so Tom Hanks is also doing a Spielberg movie called The Post mm-hmm. about um, the Pentagon Papers. I Ooh, think with Meryl Streep. Uh, so it. Oh, like I get it. The Post, the Washington Post, Washington Post. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's clever. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> So it's kind of like he seems to be all up in this like newspaper uh, democracy dies in darkness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm kind of like 
I'm on the fence with this one. It seems kind of like it would be... It's like super Oscar baity, right? But mm-hmm. it also seems kind of boring. I it haven't does, read the book. so uh, Yeah, neither have I. It does seem, seem very Oscar baity. Like, this crazy dude is giving people news of the world, but he's got, like, this moral determination to bring everyone the news of the world himself. Yeah. So that everyone is informed and knows what's going on. And it's a period piece. And he's trying to bring this girl back. Yeah. But she's a, of a Kiowa tribe. She was raised by the Kiowa tribe. Yeah. So there's, like, the... Family drama, and then also, like... The Native American... Cultural... Differences. Differences, right. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not really in on it. I'm kind of, like, on the fence like you. Like, I'm at the edge of the fence. I'm ready to jump over, but I'm not there yet. You know what I'm in on is Toy Story 4. Because that was in this release. They're making a fourth one? He was... is like... Tom Hanks is, is providing the voice of Woody in the upcoming Toy Story 4. Unbelievable. So... Why do they need to keep making those? Because... I don't know, man. <laughs> Money, baby, money. Money, yeah. <laughs> All right, what's next? Uh, what's next? Amazon acquires the rights to the novel called This Is Jane. So this is, the story is focused on an underground Chicago abortion service founded and run by a woman from eight, or 1968 to 1973, the years of lending, or I'm sorry, leading up to the groundbreaking Supreme Court case Roe v. Wade, which granted the right of privacy to women about the decision to have an abortion under the Due Process Clause. The institution helped provide safe abortion services, health education, and counseling to over 10,000 women. Um, about the project, Kaplan said, 20 years after the book's publication and more than 40 years after the events it recounts, Jane's history is more than is more important now than ever. It tells a true story of what women were willing to do to help other women. So, uh, Kaplan, that was a quote from Laura Kaplan, the author of the novel. On the, the tracking board. On the tracking board. Shout out tracking board. Um, cool spot for news. Yeah. So... This is a very, this seems like a very Oscar bait film. It seems like a very um, political statement film, obviously. Um, we'll see how heady it is with its political statement views and its story. But so what I like about this, like this is a movie that doesn't get made like five years ago. Like, there's no way this movie gets made. You don't think so? But because it's it's kind of like, it is politically tinged. And there are services like Amazon and Netflix that mm. will throw money at content, like good content. Yeah. Um, like that's how this movie gets made. So I'm kind of, I'm, a, I'm actually kind of in on this. Okay. Uh, they don't have anything released in terms of like the, who's starring in it. They mm-hmm. just, the news is just like the adaptation is forthcoming. Um, but I mean, Amazon is doing pretty good work in terms of like the movies it's producing. Yeah. Like Manchester by the Sea last year, yep. which we both really liked. And they got the new Barry Jenkins Underground Railroad. It's right, yeah, 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 yeah. the like Colson Whitehead series, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, I'm in on this. And okay, it's a story that I've never heard before, mm-hmm. and it it seems kind of interesting. I guess it kind of depends on who's going to star in it. Mm-hmm. Ah, so yeah, so I'm on the fence as well on this one, and I'm ready to hop over the fence. But if Anne Hathaway's in this film, I'm backing way, way from the fence. <laughs> I'm running 20, 20 miles in the other direction. Well. I know she's going to be in this. You know you she's know gonna, it's going to be Anne Hathaway. You know it's going to be Anne Hathaway, dude. Future Anne Hathaway pro- <laughs> projects. Who would you like to see in it besides Anne Hathaway? Or you could say Anne Hathaway. It's up to you. No, I don't want to say Anne Hathaway. Okay, good. I want... We can... Like, part of me wants it to be, like, Emily Blunt. Oh, that'd be good. Um, oh, that'd be so good, but actually. I don't know. It could be, like... I could go for, like, a Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, really? Wow. Throw out Maggie Gyllenhaal. I don't know. She was in a movie a couple years ago about, like... I think it was called Hysteria, mm-hmm. and it was about, like, female orgasms. Like, mm-hmm. she, I don't know if she, like, helped women reach orgasm. I, I don't. 
Okay. Know the details. You can look it up. It sounds interesting. Wanna, it sounds really good. But it was like a. It's kind of like this. Like, it was like Victorian England though. So it's a little more of a period piece. This is a little oh, more okay. recent. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm trying she to think of like modern-ish actresses who could yeah. do this. Who are still. I don't know how. Well, it's, it, well so. This story is about, like, several women, right? Not just one woman? Right. So the story is, this is Jane. I guess it's, like, a group of women that yeah. all call themselves Jane. Yeah. Um, in order to help women have abortions. So I wonder if there might be, like, support. several, like... Maybe. Famous actresses. Could be, like, a big cast, yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Shout out Maggie Gyllenhaal, though, because, you know, we, we met her in New York City. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maggie, if you're listening, uh, we appreciate you, you know, taking the time to meet with us and say hello. Yeah. <laughs> that's not true. Well, we did see her, though. We, we like, walked right by her. And then we left her alone. She knew who we were, though. <laughs> we didn't know who she was. Right, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I love the idea of Emily Blunt. I think she would be perfect for this, actually. Emily Blunt um, is perfect in everything. She is. So She can do anything she wants. Yeah. I was thinking maybe Emma Watson. Oh, um, like as a younger, yeah, that's true. She's getting a little bit, you know, she's had a couple movies like recently this year, so she's getting a little bit of steam. Beauty and the Beast box office smash, Beauty circle and the Beast. box office, office dud. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the box office doesn't matter for an Amazon adaptation. It's just like, is it true. enough for you to keep your Prime subscription? Yeah, which is probably gonna be yes. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. We don't know like the char- the age of range for these characters, right? So it could be like. It could be a role for Meryl Streep or, like, Judy Dench or... That's true. Some of the older ones. Yeah. But I think if you get, like, an Emily Blunt, that would make this movie, like, Oscar material. Pop. For sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. Box office and Oscar material. So, I'm, so, I'm in on this, and I'm interested to see who they who they get to, to do it. Yeah. Hopefully. That you get somebody good. Well, you want that for every movie. Hashtag not my and Hathaway, dude. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's next? Um... So, now we're going to do the Sunday Funday Rundown. So, box office update. Sunday Funday Rundown. Did you want... Did I say you could do that? No. I, that was freestyling. That Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll keep that I up. I feel like we needed a drop, so I... I'm going to cut that I out. I put a drop, yeah. <laughs> so, we need a box office update. Eric is our box office guru. Eric, what's going on in the box office? Oh, uh, not a lot. So, there were two big openings this week mm-hmm. um one of which was an adaptation king arthur colon legend of the sword um, guy Ritchie Char- charlie hunnam and charlie hunnam and Jude law oh, Ju- oh yeah and uh right. some other people mark who? strong uh, who, it's a bunch of like british dudes yeah um which is, british which dudes. so i'm calling this an adaptation because king arthur I th- people think he's a real person but also a lot of what you hear about king arthur is like folklore mm-hmm. or like literary tellings, like yeah. Lamour d'Arthur, um, the famous like 15th century Thomas Mallory mm-hmm. epic. Yeah, um, so I'm gonna call this an adaptation. It like did not do well. It looked kind of crazy. Yeah, it didn't look good. It was like a weird, not stop motion, but like weird fight sequences, weird mm-hmm. like effect like weird effects and animations to make the fights look cooler and they, they yeah. looked like kind of dumb yeah it was a it was a very like Richie esque almost like Zack Snyder-esque very Zack Snyder-esque yeah um he's done that with a few from like like Sherlock Holmes was kind of told in this way where it had like a lot of action and stuff and I can't remember his other um he did like other like like rock and roll is kind of similar to that was that he was he rock and roller yeah did you do snatch Ooh, I can't remember. But kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Maybe. 
But I don't, those aren't, like, similar to the style. Yeah. But... Well, once you get so much money, you can, like... Do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie opened, uh, the Hollywood, or, yeah, the Hollywood Reporter is reporting $14.5 million for its opening weekend um, on a $175 million budget, putting it third place in the box office this week, which is mm. not great. Mm. Um, I guess you have to wait and see what the international totals are, because that... Yeah. In today's world, like, that really influences the cost or like the profitability of a movie mm-hmm. um it could do well overseas i guess it's british right so yeah. you you at least have like some european interests mm-hmm. um china loves like american effects driven movies yeah i could see that I'm we'll see a lot of money we'll yeah. see yeah so that opened third place <laughs> second place was snatched which is not an adaptation is that the amy schumer yeah amy schumer is a, wrote a book so <laughs> I don't, does that count? That, that counts. Count. It counts. So that uh, one second, and then first place um, was our boy Chris Pratt's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume shout, Two. Shout out Chris Pratt. Vol Two. Vol Two. Yeah. Vol um, two. Reportedly sixty million. Oh wow. Um, That's so, pretty good. That's actually not. Is that that good for? I was almost expecting more for them. Yeah, it's a. It's a. It would be a drop of. Kind of a big drop. I think that the first first weekend was like one hundred forty five for the first one. Yeah. Wow. Or for the first, like last week, it opened up 145. Oh, this is the second week it's been open? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, and they have, like, on Box Office Mojo, they have the eight day total from, like, Guardians 2 versus Guardians 1. So the eight day total for Guardians 2 is almost $200 million domestic, whereas the first Guardians made almost 150. Oh, wow. So Guardians 2 almost made more on its first weekend than Guardians 1 made in its first eight days. That's crazy. So, doing pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Chris Pratt really isn't a movie star, right? Yeah. Shout out The Ringer. <laughs> Shout out The Ringer. What's his name again? Uh, K. Austin Collins. Hey, K. Austin Collins, if you, if you want to do an interview with us, let us know, and we'll gladly decline. I just think Chris Chris Pratt is, like, 100% a movie star. For sure. Because I mean, it's proven. He, he like, it's, okay, he's he's not charismatic. Well, he is charismatic. He is. Uh, he doesn't, like, make movies that do well at the box office. Well... He does. He does. Uh, he's not known for being, like, a sexy dude, but he has. Like, in re- recent years, he's, like, shed those pounds and is, like, a top, maximum top 100 kind of guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he, he, <laughs> like, I feel I like how good of an actor he, like, yeah. you know, oh, is he going to be, like, an Oscar guy? Like, but does you have to be a, an Oscar guy to be a movie star? Like, you do not. No. Shout Absolutely. out Tom Cruise, baby. Shout Although he's got some Oscar nominations. Yeah, but well, those were lucky. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to. I mean, you don't have to win or be nominated for Oscars to have people see your movies. If you don't think Chris Pratt is a movie star, we don't want you to listen to this podcast anymore. <laughs> so that's basically what we're saying. Yeah. Shout out Chris Pratt. Yeah. So um, are they making a third one? Probably, right? Yeah. They, they've they've already like greenlit it and okay. everything. And that's the reason we include that is because it's based on a graphic novel or Correct. comic book or comic book. Sorry, yeah. Marvel Universe. There's a difference. Yeah. I'm learning. Yeah. I'm trying. If you listen to last season, you'll know the difference. Or oh, current season, I should listen to it. Yeah. Although it was a part of the production of it, you know. Yeah. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Okay, so moving on, we have one more little segment. The second part of the Sunday Funny Rundown. Good point. Thank you. Part two. Part two. Volume two of the rundown. (laughs) So, Road Dahl. Little news and notes. Who's Road Dahl? He was a a British author. He wrote a lot of kids' books like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the BFG, um, Danny, Champion of the World. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a little deep cut for you there. James and the Giant Peach. He's got like a lot of the big kids' books. Okay. Um, And then 
they announced a Raw Doll biopic starring Hugh Bonneville. Ooh, um, what a great name. Yeah, it's a strong name. Yeah. Uh, of course, Hugh Bonneville is from Downton Abbey. Downtown Abbey, or? I believe it's called Downtown Abbey. Okay. Yeah, I think it was on CBS, right? I don't know, I never watched it. It was on PBS. Okay. It's called Downton Abbey. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so he's starring as... as uh, Raw doll. And I feel like that could be kind of interesting. It's The movie is focusing on his marriage to an actress, Patricia Neal, um, sat in the early 60s when he struggled to write some of his most famous works, and Neal returned to acting with the film HUD with Paul Newman, mm. um, and she won an Oscar for that. So interesting. Could be some, like, marital yeah. conflicts. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. Yeah. It sounds interesting. I hadn't really heard Raw doll. Since I was a kid, probably. No. There's been a lot of these. Like, uh, Saving Mr. Banks, Finding Neverland. Like, oh, these yeah. movies based on... The writers. The writers of other famous works. Ah. So, I guess that's a thing now. Could be good. Yeah. We'll Johnny Depp's not in it, so it's gonna <laughs> be good. gonna be good. Um, other news this week. Diary... Well, let's say. Other news this week in terms of, like, adaptations. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get some TV news for you. So, 13 Reasons Why the Netflix show got renewed for a second season... Uh, haven't seen it, but I believe that the book has been, like, used up for the first season. I don't know. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, same thing with Big Little Lies, also renewed for season two. There's no second book in that mm-hmm. series, so... I guess we'll find out. Knows. American Gods, also renewed for season two. <laughs> A lot of freshman shows getting their sophomore yeah. sophomore bumps. Um, and I haven't seen any of that show, but when I was at South by Southwest, the people I talked to that saw the pilot were, like, really in on it. Oh, really? Um, I don't know how much of... And I've read the books. So I don't know how much of the first season, like, how oh, far that goes in the book. Yeah, because it's still airing right now, so we don't know. Yeah. Um, and then, friend of the podcast, or former, uh, former like... We talked about The Martian. Yeah, former... I, I don't have, like, a good way to say that. We would shout him out a lot. Yeah. So, former shout-out. Shout-out... Or... Shout-out E. Shout-out E. Andy Weir, Andy Weir, um, the writer of The Martian, the first episode we did in, in our podcast. Um, his next novel, Artemis, is was purchased by 20th Century Fox, and it, the the novel doesn't come out until November. Yeah, so they just bought it, mm-hmm. and maybe they read it. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but so it's going to be turned into a film to come out eventually. Should be cool. Yeah, I mean, I really like The Martian. Yeah, I really like reading the book, and it's based on science, real science. I think. At least the Martian, as I assume, the second uh, Artemis is what it's called. The second novel he's written is based on real science as well. About a, it's about a a girl who lives in a small town on the moon, right? Yeah. Okay. Small town car. I call it Artemis. You're Artemis? calling it Artemis. I said, I said, who knows? I think it's Artemis. What's that? Is that how they do it in Britain? Yeah, know. you know. Okay. <laughs> Should be good. Um, that pretty much wraps up uh, our podcast episode yeah we would like to shout out um all the mothers in the world today happy mother's day Mm -hmm. um we appreciate you guys and i know i'll be taking my my mom to dinner tonight so i want to show my love and support for what she's done for me we're going to a baseball game oh you guys are going to baseball that's the way our our family does it (laughs) that's how we roll yeah um we'd also like to thank tracking board rotten tomatoes and lit hub also box office mojo yeah for um for what you guys do, you know, you guys help us out so we can help you guys out. A lot of good information on those sites. Of, yeah, we love those sites a lot. Um, but yeah, that concludes our Sunday Funday podcast number one. Yeah. Next week, 
uh, next Sunday. Hopefully, we'll Long do this again, and then um, our next series, Watchmen. Watchmen. The next episode in our ongoing season three. Season three. Yeah. Yeah. We ready. I'm ready. Yeah. You ready? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, well, thanks again. We, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Shout out to Island Bunch.